Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm, your destination for all things nerdy. This episode of Multiple Nerdgasm is brought to you by MailChimp. MailChimp? You know I use MailChimp. Oh yeah, I do too actually. No, I, I don't. I've never heard of it. Oh, no. you don't? I mean, we're not really sponsored by them, so I've so fuck it. Oh. I don't want to give them too much credit, but I do use them. What is it? Like, yeah, I didn't know what it was either. <laughs> it's for Matt. If you know, if you want to send out newsletters, you can collect people's email addresses and then. And um, Matt, do you want to send out newsletters? Well, I have a, a newsletter sign up on my um, music site, so that people who oh. want to know when I'm making more music I'm can get sorry, an email. Maddie, I want to know when you're making more music, and I didn't realize I could sign up to a newsletter. I'll sign up to my newsletter. I and will. <laughs> Why don't you let the listeners know where they can sign up? <laughs> Go to brainfed.com. And uh, uh, actually, you know what? I've just realized, I, since I redid the website, I have no idea if that sign-up form is still on the website. So, so listeners, fail, d- MailChimp. Yeah. Fail. Yeah. Well, well, really, by the time they go and see it, oh, yeah. it would have been fixed. So. That's true. So, so yeah, go to brainfed.com, sign up if you're interested in my music. If you're not interested in my music, that's fine. You know, it's not really got anything to do with this podcast. So, I mean, it's quite reasonable. Well, I mean, you say that, but Luke and I have a website too. You're not the only one with a website. Oh, that's true. Um, in fact, if you would like to see my face on Luke's naked body, just go to <laughs> darenaked.com. And yeah. sign up to the mailing list. To clarify, it's my face superimposed on na- Luke's naked body. It's not my face, <laughs> like, pressed up against it. <laughs> no, I For that, that you out. have to email directly um, info at podcast.something. Yeah. What is or if you that? send a suitably ra- raunchy Snapchat to Luke at Cripple4 oh, on yeah. um, Snapchat, uh, he might send back uh, something a little erotic for you on there. Yeah, he might see Ooh. a little Sasquatch penis. Penis. That doesn't help me, though. Just sending Probably Luke not. erotica doesn't help me get erotica. Probably not. Dan well, at multiplenergasm.com <laughs> Well, this is our serial uh, episode. Mm. We'd like to talk about cereal. Great music. Yeah. Great music. Well, yeah, except it seemed a little out of place at times, I thought. Yeah, Yeah. but it was also used as such a great leitmotif to kind of, when you heard that theme coming back in, you know. Yeah, I just thought the tone of it was a bit strange at first. Sure. Yeah. There was an episode of something where they interviewed the guy who wrote all the music for Serial. Right. Oh. He's, a, he's one of the producers, I think, wasn't he? Yeah, I think everyone who works on it is kind oh. of considered a producer. <laughs> right, like how we're all producers. Yeah, we? we're all producers of this podcast. Yeah. I'm a producer? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I man. Get a business know. card printed out. Yeah. Cool. You put in money for things on here, so that makes you a producer. Mm. I thought mm-hmm. I was just an investor. <laughs> no. No, no, we upgraded you. Yeah. You upgraded mm. yourself. So for those who don't know, uh, well, if you don't know what Serial is, you probably shouldn't listen to this episode yet. You should go and listen to Serial yeah. and then come back because we're going to talk about it and we're going to talk about spoilers. Yeah, so. there will most definitely be spoilers because it's really difficult to uh, to discuss Serial without talking about spoilers because every episode contains something of a cliffhanger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is actually to listen to it. You can listen to our episode and we'll just explain it all for you. Well, I don't know if we'll explain all of it because <laughs> there's quite a lot to it. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, hopefully we'll be entertaining enough that maybe this is worth listening to anyway, if you don't care about cereal, 
So yeah. I heard about Serial when they had released the first and second episode. Mm-hmm. And I listened to them both back to back and was instantly hooked with this true crime story. Uh, then had to wait a week till the second episode, sorry, the third episode came out, and then had to listen to these one a week for the next 12 weeks. And yeah. it was agony. This was the first podcast that I've ever listened to where I was sitting there on a Thursday night and at around 9.25 I just start refreshing my podcast app. <laughs> and the second that it came out, right, everything had gone off. TV off, lights off, that's me done for the night. I'm listening to Serial. Yeah. Such a weird phenomenon. And then the second that the podcast was ended and, you know, and this is not coming out in real time like a television show. It's just the second I'd finished listening to it, I'd be looking for the hashtag on Twitter. What's people saying about it? Yeah. You know? And it's such a phenomenon. And I've never, I've never experienced that before with anything, let alone a podcast. Hmm. Well, I, um, I was lucky enough that it was all out before I started listening. Um, and I, I don't listen to podcasts as much as I'd like to because generally I catch the train to work and I read or at the moment I'm playing games on my 3DS. Like, mm. I don't know, podcasts were very good um, for driving because yeah. you can listen to it and you don't have to, you, know, you just drive and listen to it. So um, but on, on certain days when Jenna and I both work in the same area, she travels around for work. So when we're in the same area, we'll drive in together and we were listening to it on those days. So um, we got through it fairly quickly because that happens often enough that we you know, kind of got through them all. But yeah, so I can imagine how having to wait you know, a week uh, would be frustrating. It's frustrating, but at the same time, it was thrilling. And I can't mm. really imagine what the experience would be like if you didn't have that anticipation. Well, that's, yeah, that's one thing I, I wanted to touch on with it in general. But you you just kind of binge listen to all of it, Luke, is that right? Yeah, I finished it all in a week. Yeah. In okay. fact, I listened to the last three, four episodes today, just before <laughs> we recorded this. So I, I think with um, listening to it like that, I missed a lot of it. Right. Because I just churned through it so quickly. Yeah. I think there were probably good chunks of it, which I just wasn't quite paying attention to. Yeah. Whereas if I... Yes, whereas not only did I pay attention, I often listened back a second time straight away, and then I listened to three other separate podcasts who would do a commentary after each week's episode <laughs> right. came out. Well, also, after every episode, we would discuss the episode for quite a while, mm. Jenna and I, so um, that also helped you know, solidify. Like, I, I maybe remembered something important that I, well, I thought was important. She'd remember something that she thought was important and we'd discuss it and then we'd both be like, yes, all right. How about we actually explain what it is? Sure, why not? Go for it. Um, so what Serial is, is it's... Actually, what is it? <laughs> Sorry, I, I had the website and I just lost it. Well, you listen to it, so you know what it is. <laughs> well, in, in your own words, Luke. I wanted to get names right. Sure. It's, it's, um... Serious podcast that actually goes back and sort of goes through a murder that happened in 1999 back in Baltimore mm-hmm. of Hay Min Lee, mm-hmm. and actually looks at Anad Saeed, who was actually um, found guilty of her murder. Yes, and he's still in jail today. Does, did, how long is he in jail for? Does anyone know? I believe he's in like for life. life. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Which means I that he he might eventually get out. You know, if he shows remorse, but 
as as it as it happens, he's claiming he's innocent, so he mm. will never get out. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Which that's what a horrible thing if he actually is innocent to. Because I he, I can understand you don't want to sort of say yes I did it just so you can get out of jail. You mm. want your name to be cleared. You yeah. want to be innocent. That's um, exactly right. That's basically what the the West Memphis Three had to do in order yeah, to get out. Except because, they went with it. They went fuck it. Fine, I did it. Well, get out of jail. Because if they didn't, Damien Eccles was going to be executed, like mm. like within the next like month or something like that. And the the lawyers said they will kill him if you don't just say all right, fine, we did it. So <laughs> yeah, wow. So that was was a bit shit. But yeah, so he um he's always maintained that he was innocent, and he's got some. Uh, quite a number of supporters uh, who've been helping him out, but uh, it wasn't going anywhere until um, they contacted Sarah Koenig. Am I saying mm. her name? Yeah, Koenig? you are, I believe. Um, Sarah Koenig is a, a, a reporter who at some point had investigated Adnan's attorney for uh, some financial issues mm. and found that she'd been negligent in, in a few ways. Mm. Um, and so Adnan's friends contacted her and said, look, you were investigating his attorney. We feel that she mishandled the case. Would you consider looking into the murder? And she did and found it very interesting and then made the podcast. That's right. Hmm. So uh, the, the point of the podcast, I guess, or the premise is that uh, it's called serial, but even though it's about a murder, it's not about a serial killer. It's about uh, serial refers to the format, um, and that means they they're telling a story um, an episode at a time, like week by week. And so every week you get a small piece of the story, mm. and that's kind of one of the things that I I wanted to to bring up at first because um, it, it's worth bearing that in mind when you listen to the podcast because um, people have said. Um, it was great that she didn't really have an agenda. She wasn't for Adnan or, or against Adnan. She kind of kept her open mind, that kind of thing. But what some people seem to forget is she does have an agenda because the goal of the podcast is not to solve his murder necessarily. It's to be in- entertaining. And to yeah, s- it's a, yeah, it actually says it's a story told weekly. Yeah, so... Yeah. Um, and, you know, in, if you look online about the case and, uh, you know, because of the podcast, uh, a lot of... Um, additional information is now online and more people are interested in the story and all that kind of stuff so a lot more investigation has happened which is great but um, it also has revealed that they left a lot out yeah but they, she was never keeping that a secret no like, no no all I, the interviews that she did and, and on the website it always said this is not a journalistic endeavour yeah exactly and yeah. she's saying we are purposely withholding information for dramatic effect. Mm-hmm. We are not discussing things that have no relevance to the story we're telling. Yep. And and I think if people don't understand that, then um, that's kind of on them. Oh, yeah, no, I agree. I just thought it was worth mentioning because mm-hmm. I have, you know, people... I mean, listen to the podcast, and it is very entertaining and it's great, but I don't think you can safely assume that you fully understand... No, but case. I don't think that's necessarily different from any other true crime. Probably work. true. Yeah, you're like, probably right. I mean, you know, you you look at one of the classics, In Cold Blood, by Truman Capote, right? And you mm. read that, and you don't know anything more about that case other than Truman Capote wanted to fuck that one dude. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? So I'm not saying that Sarah Koenig wanted to fuck Adnan. I'm just saying it's all subjective. 
Sure. Yeah. Well, the other thing, like about her having no agenda, she actually, she actually doesn't know what what's going to come out with all of this. No. She's she's just learning the story as she goes along as well. And even up to the last episode, she was going. We only found about this out about last week. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And that's really interesting. Because you you know that she's done a year's worth of investigation prior to this, and that they've kind of mapped out where they want the 12 episodes to go. But of course, they're coming out week to week. She didn't make them all and then release them. Right. Yeah. So as the episodes are coming out, people are calling up going, no, 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 I was there. That's not what happened. Or people mm. are going, actually, I saw something different, and, and I know about that, or I can corroborate that. Yeah. And that kind of made it really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Something else I find interesting, actually, is that the person who... Um who first contacted Sarah to do the podcast. I've forgotten her name. Um, oh, um, Rabia? Yeah, Rabia. Yeah. Um, she is not very happy with the podcast. No. She has her own blog and has had for some time. Yeah. And she said that she's quite... She's dis- not unhappy because it... I mean, it has helped him get an appeal and all this other stuff and people are interested in that kind of thing. But she wasn't really that happy with how not definitive it was in proving his mm. innocence. Yes, especially seeing as Rabia's blog is skewed heavily into Adnan yes. is innocent, and this yes. is simply an exploration of the facts. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, I mean, do you guys... I mean, do you have an opinion on whether you... Do you think he did it? Luke, you've just listened to this all in a go. What, what do you feel having just come off it? I'm sort of leaning towards yes. Okay. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Mm-hmm. Get everyone's opinion first, but yeah, no, I've got my reason why I th- think it's a bit sus. But Matt, what did you think? What do you think? Innocent I guilty? I think I think at this point, it's he's the only real candidate. So, I mean, I th- I think it's possible that he didn't, but I find it very unlikely. So I think mm. I think at this point, yeah, I do think he did. Yeah, I think there was somebody in one episode who said that if he didn't do it and he is innocent. He is the unluckiest man in the universe. Yeah. Because yeah. all of these facts have... All of these coincidences have lined up to point at him. Yeah. You know, mm. it just so happens that on the day a man has conspired to murder your ex-girlfriend, you unknowingly loan him your car and your cell phone and then yeah. don't create an alibi for yourself. Yeah. And then... This is the thing that really got me with the phone. He'd only had the phone for two days. Not only that... Remember back to 1999. Would you even let someone hold your phone? No, <laughs> that's my whole so thing. Like new. A maybe two I can day old phone. Like now, I wouldn't. I probably would loan my phone to someone if they had a problem. Yeah, there, I mean, so there are to, there are a bunch of things that are stuff. suspicious about his account of the day because there's a there's that he gave Jay who, admittedly, he doesn't know that well, and also he knows he's a bit of a dick. Like, yeah. so he lends him his his brand new phone in in 99 uh and his car because he it's jay's girlfriend who is adnan's friend's birthday and adnan is for some reason really concerned with the fact that jay hasn't got her a present yeah and the whole point of this is he's actively seeking out you know sending jay on a mission to get her it's just it's just it's very strange to me yeah, well, I think it is very strange, which is why it's made such an interesting story, because it's, while there's no specific evidence that kind of proves beyond a shadow of a doubt that Adnan mm. is the killer, 
it, there's kind of nothing that he himself or his lawyer, um, Christina Gutierrez, was mm. able to say to prove that he wasn't. Yeah. And there were two trials. The first one was a mistrial because Christina went a bit nuts and challenged the judge and then the whole thing got thrown out. They mm-hmm. then had a second trial which she lost and some people have uh, speculated that she lost because of her failing health and uh, you know, and that, it, and that had she been a bit more switched on, she yeah. possibly could have argued better. Yeah, well I don't know if you, you, you they show you, or show you you hear audio of her during the trial. She in, sounds in the like podcast. a fucking idiot. Yeah, it's, it's painful like she makes oh, she just drags on and her different just the tone of her voice is just mm. monotonous and boring and like i just i can't imagine having to sit there for days and days and listen to her drag out facts out of people but in is that-, that maybe what court is like like we've really only seen on yeah, the television true. yeah like where they it's the five minutes but trials go on for weeks that's, that's yeah. what you have to expect and i wonder too i mean people have said uh a lot of people say, you know, we're saying, oh, there wasn't enough in it, enough to prove that he was innocent. And I mean, the point I point out, the, you're not supposed to have to do that. You're supposed to prove guilt. Yes, so, that's right. Um, and a lot of people are saying, well, I can't believe they convicted him with all this evidence. Um, and I just, I feel it's worth mentioning that they didn't have the podcast, the jury. They had uh, Gutierrez and and the prosecutor, and clearly the prosecution made a much better case. Yeah, that's right. And in court, that's what it's about. It's about who makes the better case. Yeah. I mean, and, and little things like the fact that there's an episode where Sarah goes back and starts talking to some of the jury members. And I was asking them, they're like, no, 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 he definitely did it, blah, blah, blah. Because why would he lie? And then she's going, well, he had a plea deal. Yeah. And they were like, oh, we didn't we know We didn't that. know that. Yeah. The other thing I find very weird about that is he was only ever charged, Jay, the witness, was only ever charged with accessory after the fact. Yeah. Yes, because he helped him bury he, her but not kill her. But he knew that this was going to happen. So Yeah. To me, well, it's I, a I bit mean, strange. I think yeah, he, except he no convinced proof them. that he knew that that were happening. No, no, yeah. he said. Yeah, he convinced them that he thought it was a joke or that it was just, mm. you know, he was just talking big. Mm. I think that's well, I mean because I mean, I can see that like if somebody, you know, like we've got melodramatic Friends who might you know make stupid jokes. Oh, I fucking I fucking kill him if he does that again. Like Matt, I wouldn't call. If I say I'm going to kill someone, you know I'm going to fucking kill him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but imagine if one of them came up to you and went, "Here's my car. Here's my brand new phone. Oh. I'm going to go kill her. I'll be call you when I'm done." Right, but he's he's then <laughs> later. Didn't he come back later and say that that's not what happened? Like that's the other thing about Jay is that I mean. His story changed so much. And have you guys seen... He's done an interview recently. Yes. Have you guys, have you guys I, seen that? I did no. see that. Right. He, Jay gave an interview finally. He wouldn't give them an interview on um, Serial. He said no. Yeah, he waited sin- until somebody paid him for an interview. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so he's probably been paid very well to give this interview now. And basically, he has changed most of the story again. And it now all happens. They, they go and they bury the body closer to midnight that evening. And the whole timing of everything is out and basically what it means is all the evidence that they used to convict Adnan is nullified by the fact that he's now saying it all happened at different times like completely different times and yeah but I mean one testimony to the next his story changed too yeah I mean it was almost like the police were not feeding him information necessarily but certainly 
stopping the tape and saying, no, 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 don't say that. Say this. That doesn't yeah. help. Say what you said before about this. or Yeah. Because that's what's so fascinating about it, because it's like, okay, Jay said that, that he, this happened, but why would he lie? But then he is lying, clearly. Well, here's the thing. But why, like, clearly but why? he is lying. But then what but did happen? But clearly Art9 like, is lying as well. It's fucking maddening when you think about it. Like, you stop and look, you find a piece of information like that, and you go, oh, Jay's clearly lying. And then you go back, and you're like, well, well, he is, but, I mean, because for he probably we, still did it. Like, Yeah, that's right. I mean, and they probably did it together. Yeah, it's just maddening. And then it probably, the cops probably busted Jay and said, confess, and he said no, and they said, well, we need to put someone in prison, so if you know all the facts, say you just helped him do it rather than did it as well, and yeah. we'll let you off. Yeah. That's yeah. actually what I think happened. Yeah, that's what I'm sort of leaning towards, because Jay just seems to... Because they, well, the police, they just believed everything he said. That's what they based well, their whole case on. He knew where the car was. Mm. He knew where Hayes' car was, and nobody else knew that. Unless, unless it has been, and this has been speculated, unless the police had already found it and knew that it was there and told him. Uh, no, I, I think that's, I don't think they would have done that. Okay. I mean, fair enough. Well, there's also the fact that her body was found under suspicious circumstances as well. Yeah, that's She true. was buried and then this dude came and said to the cops, I found this body. And they'd already been investigating him because he was a bit of a weirdo. And then when they went back to find the body, it really took them a while to see it. And yeah. it wasn't like he tripped over it. He, he, it, he just knew where it was. Yeah. And they kind of tried to investigate that, but that was a bit of a dead end. So Yeah, because at first they that. said, oh, why would you go that far into the woods to pee? But then they went there and, oh, it's not really that far, I guess. Yeah, you'd like, have to okay, go that far like to not be seen. Pretty like, shy yeah. and there weren't a lot of trees and bushes. So yes, yeah. he wasn't he shy, was shy, he was a streaker. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, because I remember she said that they were there and she was like, you know what, this is where the body was and I'm looking back at the road and I think I would want to go further in if I was going to pee Yeah, because I can still see cars. Yeah, that's right. But how so, he saw the body when it was yeah. just a little tuft of hair poking out from the ground under a log. Yeah, it's suspicious. suspicious. Well, that's the other thing. People have speculated, oh, maybe, you know, somebody... Um, like, Adnan has allegedly did tell a few other people, like I say, allegedly. Mm. Like, told, you know, neighborhood kid or whatever it was, told him about the body. Or yeah. he'd mentioned it to a few people, so maybe the word got around. And Yeah, that's true. I mean, this is so many possibilities. It's but just, there's, it's... there's a lot of weird stuff. It's not just the changing of stories that points to Adnan being potentially guilty. It's things like he spoke to Hay on the phone every day, except when she died, he stopped calling her. Yeah. Even though her death wasn't announced that for another three weeks. I can weeks. sort of have an idea about as well. Because mm-hmm. he, she didn't have a mobile. No, but why did so, he suddenly stop calling her house all of a sudden, coincidentally, look, on the day well, she went missing? Remember, uh, it was they used to time their calls and do all this stuff so they wouldn't get caught talking to each other? Yeah, but they hadn't been dating for a while, and she had a new boyfriend since then, too. Mm. Well, I'm just... it's not To me, it's not entirely crazy back then okay. to not call... Like, you would hear calling her parents to go, have you heard anything, have you heard anything? Because that's who he would have been calling. Yeah, I suppose would not have been a helpful thing. So to have... The, he said he had her friends and he was speaking with them and so if she hadn't been found or anything, he would have found out. Yeah. Him calling her parents, not going to help. I think the biggest piece of evidence for Adnan 
is just the fact that if he was guilty, why would he leave himself open to this kind of scrutiny? True. True. Mm. Although, one thing I'll say, there's, well, there's a couple of things about him that are a bit suspicious, uh, but also they can be explained because he only remembers things, or he only says that he remembers things that other people have corroborated. Yeah, that's right. He, he he never has said anything that can't be corroborated, and that's it. either because he's hiding things, or it's for, for for you know nefarious reasons, or it's because he's been in jail for fifteen years and he knows that it's fucking pointless saying anything that can't be corroborated. Mm. But mm. I, either way, it makes him a bit difficult to to kind of. You know, like I, I, it, it makes it hard because it's like, well, why can't you remember anything else? Like, if you actually not remember, or you just can't be bothered mentioning it because you know that there's no point. You know what I mean? Because he he states in a letter to to Sarah at one point that he's tried to keep it all business, and he 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 think he's thought about it a lot, and he knows what will and won't help him. You know what I mean? And he's tried to be all yeah. kind of professional about it. And I'm like, well, in a way, that's sort of detrimental because now everyone's like thinks he's some kind of robot like 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 why can't you remember you know what i mean like it's it's fucking weird yeah. well there was one thing that they said in the very first episode like can you remember what you did six weeks ago and i actually thought about it and i i don't have a clue mm. like if you were to ask me what i did six weeks ago today i i don't i don't know no i don't think i do either like off the like, top of my head no but i mean after being convicted of murder and in jail for 15 years I probably would have thought about it a bit harder yeah you'd work it out surely like I'm sure there was I mean well I mean I mean like he's he was a high school student I think wasn't he and um so maybe he's a bit different but I mean I've got and also I, I believe that he was stoned most of the time but like surely you could mm. just open up your diary to that day and go oh yeah okay I was here <laughs> oh yeah I was stoned yeah <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a diary? Get stoned. Yeah, that's where I write down where I need to be at different places. Yeah, my calendar on my phone has all sorts of stuff. Like I could, I can look six weeks ago, and I'm sure there's something that would trigger a memory of, of probably something. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I visited my nan in the morning, and then you know I did this, and I went to work, and yeah. I don't know. I don't think it is that hard to piece together what you were doing on a certain day, especially if it was a day where some cataclysmic event happened. Yeah, I know, because he says that it wasn't a very important day, but it, it but was. But the cops were ringing him, and he knew... Yeah, like, that's yeah. the weird thing. Like, to me, if the cops rang me, yeah, you might sort of... Rec- he can't even remember that. Because yeah. it's not only that, not only that the cops rang him. If the cops rang him while he was at someone else's house stoned, and he freaked out about it, and yeah. said, what am I going to tell them? And he had to try and act like he was straight. Like, you'd remember that. Yeah. Well, that wasn't even the cops. That was a mysterious other phone call that... He oh, that's right. That, that's right. That's oh, right. Oh, and not only that, we forgot the cops to did mention call him. that the only reason they were looking at him was because of an anonymous tip to the cops. Oh, yeah, that's mm. also very suspicious. Where because the fuck did that come from? She has a boyfriend. It's not like he is a most recent boyfriend. I know they say that uh, you know you always look at the boyfriend first, and it's usually him. But she yeah. has a boyfriend that they all but dismissed. Yeah, I think it's because. Um, I remember he had like a very he had an alibi, mm. like he was Don. very cut. He, they knew exactly where he was, and he they'd only been dating for what two weeks. Mm. They'd only very new, so that's why I think they were very quick to pick up on the ex boyfriend. Ex boyfriend, mm. yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense. 
Oh yeah, the other thing is that the only person who mentions her moving to California is a nun. And anyone else who mentions it heard it from a nun. Yeah. So that's suspicious too. Yes, yeah, so to when me. they say like didn't you know she was missing and he goes, Oh, I just assumed she went back to California like she always said she would. Yeah, exactly. And then everyone's like, Oh yeah, Adnan did tell me that she said that. Yeah, that's right. And it's like, well, that's suspicious. So I know yeah, and her dad's not even in California. Apparently. He's um right. Like it's since people have you know checked stuff out, and there's she couldn't have gone there. Her dad doesn't live there, so I don't know. Sure. So that's sus. <laughs> the whole thing is very sus, but mm. if you take it for what it is, an interesting story. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm. And he's got an appeal. Um, it's happening he, now. Does he actually have an appeal now? Because I remember in yes, the podcast he, does. he didn't actually have it. He yeah. has an appeal based on uh, two things. The first one is insufficient counsel. Yeah. And the second one is new evidence in the Asia alibi that was mm-hmm. mentioned at the time and never brought in in court. Oh, and also I think they're only DNA testing those bottles and shit. Perhaps. And I know that the Innocence Project which features in a, at least a couple of episodes, are doing their own investigation and they think that they have other suspects and they believe it's none of the people that we know about. They believe it's much more likely to be some serial killer passing through yeah. than one of these school kids. So yeah, they're I mean, doing they, their own investigation. That was There was an episode where they talked about one in particular who had gotten out at about that time and he targeted yeah. young Asian girls and I was like, well, I mean, that seems pretty fucking... The only thing that why I think it was probably more so someone she knew over a random person is she wasn't raped. <laughs> what? No, no, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm serious. Mm-hmm. Like, if it had been more of a crime like that, like, because the person they were talking about had raped and murdered. Yeah. Oh, That's right, you mean done. specifically for that person? Yeah. I thought you meant, but, like, if you were going to kill a girl, you'd rape her. No, no, but... <laughs> <laughs> Crimes. So not condoning that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's why I think, yeah, that person was just very far-fetched. While it did sort of... Would have fit lovely in with the story and everything. Yeah. Didn't really match what he was doing. No, that's sure. true too. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So I don't know, it's... I mean, I definitely didn't feel like there was enough there to to prove his innocence at all. I think really it was just all very inconclusive. Yeah. Like, it's interesting enough that, like, I think it's worth listening to because, I mean, I'm sure this stuff happens quite a lot. Oh, yeah, the other thing I wanted to mention, too, is a lot of people are... Uh, this happens all the time when stuff like this occurs. People get really down on the the police or whoever for the investigation, that kind of stuff. And, like, you know, if the podcast found out all this information, why couldn't they? And that kind of thing. But, but you've got to remember that if you're a, a police officer or detective in a town like that, you've got a fucking million things to do. Yeah. Like, you don't get to take a year and investigate this murder. You've got to solve this murder so you can solve the other murder that happened, you know, a, you know, later on. Yeah, you know what right. I mean? Absolutely. And they felt very confident that... Well, they had, a, did it. they had a guy confess that he helped bury the body. Yeah. So it'd be like, right, cool, let's get this fucking done and and filed and let's move on to this other yep. shit that's piling yeah, up that's on my right, desk. Yeah, that's right, exactly. And and as the the professional kind of consultant they had on the 
podcast at one point that Sarah Koenig hired to kind yeah. of deconstruct the case, he said, no, actually, they've made a perfectly good case because when you're a pro- police prosecutor, all you have to do is build a case. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's right. And it was obviously good enough because they found him guilty. Yeah. yeah. So, because like you said, the, the, the goal is not... Uh, like I said, when you look at the podcast and you go, ah, oh, I really just don't know. But, I mean, that's not good enough because if the jury didn't get all that information, maybe the prosecution did make it look pretty conclusive, you know, because yeah. they've got a you know, reasonable doubt they're supposed to to say not guilty. We can't work it out. But if, mm. I mean, if, you know, they, they believe Jay. They said Jay seemed pretty solid. Um, there was a nun wasn't saying anything. Like, Which came back to his counsel telling him not to. Like, I probably would have found him guilty. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, because, because like, even now, I think maybe he probably was. So, <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Even after listening to him. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's a charming dude, but, like, and, and every time he's actually talking, you start going, yeah, this guy couldn't have done it. And yeah. then he stops talking, and you listen to the facts, and you're like, well, he probably did. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I recommend everyone listen to it. If, especially if you're into true crime. Even if you're not, I think it's probably interesting. But, Luke, you weren't 100% sold on it. You, well, you mentioned it's not the type of thing that I would normally listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's the thing. It's not the kind of thing I would not I would normally listen to either. It's not that I didn't enjoy it. I, I did find it interesting. And I probably will listen to the second episode, the second series, which is going to mm-hmm. come out this year. Mm-hmm. Um, just to see. But... Um, I don't. I think it's also. I'm not. I didn't get caught up in it as a lot of other people may have because it was a story to me. Mm. Sure. Like that, I knew she kept saying it, and that's what I took from it. It was a story, and that's where you had the highs and the lows, and I could feel that happening. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Yeah. It was not a um, an invest ongoing investigation where here are all the facts, and as soon as we've got an update, we'll let you know. It was more. No. It was a little bit of that towards the end, but mostly it was. We're doling out the information to keep you hooked. Yep. Yeah, that's right. It was like a Dan Brown novel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we'll split it up into unashamedly keeping you on the hook. Yeah. Yeah. And it worked. Yeah, Absolutely. well, that's what they do. That's their job. Yeah. Yeah. So, do we know? Um, I mean, season two is confirmed and all that jazz, but it's not going to be about Adnan or any. Or no, I believe their plan is to find a new story. Like and follow new... that in the same way that they followed Nan and Hay. So possibly not even a murder. It might be something completely different. Could be. Hmm. Interesting. I think it'll be local. It'll still be local to where they are. I'm assuming. Can we talk about Leakin Park? Oh yeah, sure. And the fact that everyone there is too dumb to know it's Leakin Park, not Lincoln Park. Because for <laughs> ages I was like, why is she saying Leakin Park and everyone else that she interviews is saying Lincoln Park? Isn't that just like, how they pronounce it? Didn't they address that at one point? Well, they addressed that they all say it wrong, but I don't think they went into detail of but why. But that, that happens here. They've got a suburb in Canberra called um, Manuka. Mm. The Queen came here called it Manuka. It's been <laughs> Manuka ever since. <laughs> like, right. The pronunciation is it's spelled different, but it is Manuka. Right. Um, I used to live out in Wallachia. Yeah. Uh, and my nan came over and told... Everybody, you know, on the plane and or people that she spoke to that she was coming over to visit her daughter who lived in Wallacea. <laughs> right. And I was like, oh, wish it was called that. Yeah, it does <laughs> sound, uh, does sound it's very a, posh. It's, a, it's very, yeah, it's more British. Yeah. Not Wallacea. Wallacea. 
So yeah, I think that's just a local thing that gets picked up over time. Yeah. Yeah, but I know what you mean. Is is the band well, Linkin Park named after that park? That's what I wondered, or whether people just have heard of Linkin Park the band, so <laughs> they, they just assume that. that's what this park is called. Yep. Yeah, because well, Lincoln Park true. have been around since like the really late nineties. Since before the murder, they would have been at the height back then. Maybe yeah. they did it. Holy shit! We have just cracked this wide open. <laughs> Chester, we're coming for you, mate. That's the singer's name, in case you want. Oh, okay. <laughs> Chester Bennington, season two of Serial. <laughs> well, he was a late addition to Lincoln Park too. Oh, right. Was he? Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, they were originally called Hybrid Theory. It was just Joe Hahn and Mike Shinoda. Ah. Oh, there's a urban myth about them that they were constructed by... No, um, they weren't. I've heard their yeah. um, early demos. Yeah. I think that urban myth was started by Dave, because for some reason he really hated them. <laughs> yeah, they said that they were put together by the record label. Because he tried to tell me that once. He's like, no, nah, Sony put them together. And I'm like, no, they didn't. I've got their demos. I've got yeah. Shinoda and Hahn's demo. When they yeah. were called Hybrid Theory and their album was called Fuse. It's fucking great. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why that, that became a thing. Oh, because haters gonna hate, Matt. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, so uh, I think we covered all the points I had about Serial, really. I mean, there's not... I mean, yeah, we're never going to solve the murder. Actually, I thought it was quite funny. Um, you sent that video around, Dan, and I think a lot of people maybe did think the last episode was going to reveal... Yeah, that, did that's it? what we should quickly talk about before we go, is the fact that they, they don't solve this crime. No, of course not, no. Well, yeah, they they weren't going out to do it, to solve it. Oh, well, I, mean, I they dare were gonna say try. they would have fucking done but, it if they could. They would have loved if they could have. Yeah, but they, they weren't able to. <laughs> yeah. I think all the early meetings would have been under the expectation that by the time they've investigated this, they would hopefully know who did it. Yeah, yeah. like maybe the finale would be Adnan getting released or something. Yeah, or admitting yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, right, of course. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's they, they would have hoped for that, but yeah, they probably knew that that was also not going to happen. Yeah, well, I mean, starting out, I guess they wouldn't have, but I mean, like, she seems pretty... From, you know, about halfway through, you can see that she's thinking, I don't know if we're going to figure this out, because... Yeah. There's just not enough information. Like, everybody's... It's pretty weird to me to think that something like that can happen, and it's... Like, fuck, it could be somebody completely different, and no one knows. There's some could be some guy wandering around, listening to that podcast, thinking, huh, fuck, they're never going to catch me. Yeah, they got no mm. idea. I was paranoid yeah. this whole time. They yeah. No idea. I can't believe they convicted that guy, and now they're looking into it again, and they still think he did it. So, the only thing we've still got to do before we wrap up, Mm. and Matt, you've already played the jingle, so I don't know whether you (laughs) want to play it again. I always want to play it. (laughs) Well, let's let's have it, because I want to hear, Luke, how would you have killed Heyman Lee? While the other brothers are doing time, listen up, yo, it's Cripple Crimes. Well, see... What he actually, if he did do the strangle and then try to bury it, he probably would have gotten away with all that if he had kept his mouth shut mm-hmm. and also didn't get his slightly dodgy mate to help out. <laughs> yeah, yep. right. Yep. 
Like, that's, that's all, all it is. He got his dodgy mate to help out, and he's the one who went, oh, yeah, he did it, I helped him. Well, the other thing is, his dodgy mate didn't really do much to help him no, in no. the end. He helped him dig a bit. You would need someone to help you dig, though. Well, he, yeah, I guess, but they didn't, apparently, they, it was, she wasn't buried very deeply or anything. Well, like I help that. you like, guys. Yeah, like, I think if it was a tool for me, he would, they would dug a bit deeper. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing that I, I always think about. Like, I think that strangulation is kind of tied into crimes of passion. You know, you get so angry at someone, you strangle them to death. Yeah, Fine. you think uh, that, that makes more sense. But if I was going to premeditatively murder somebody, I would take some kind of weapon to the murder with me. Yeah, I would never think to myself, ah, oh, I'll no just need be able to wing it on the day with my hands. I got these two weapons right here. <laughs> yeah, that's um, right. I don't know. Um, not having a murder weapon means it's something less you have to hide. Or your fingerprints are on her neck. Yeah, and, I mean... You are the weapon. I mean, it's a pretty brutal way to kill someone. Like, yeah, I mean, really I mean, not that there's a yeah, very you know, like kill a nice someone. way to do it, but... You're up close, you were looking yeah, at the Yeah, like, that is a, that's a very intense, like, full-on way to do it. Like, yeah, that's true. Especially if you it premeditated. From a guy who... By all accounts, wasn't violent or, you know, it's just yeah, yeah. It is very strange that that's the the method. Yeah, yeah. But that's not to say he didn't do it because um, there is one guy has this what I believe to be a pretty solid theory about it, which is that he didn't intend to kill her. He um, she touched on this in the show. Um, maybe he hadn't really accepted that they'd broken up until he got back to school. And found out that she was with Don. And then he made a choice that day, lied, and said that his car had broken down. Because that seems to be true. Like, that seems to have happened. He did ask for a lift. Mm -hmm. And so he gave Jay his car and said, My car needs to not be here, otherwise it's not feasible that I need a lift. So take the car and yep. and then take my phone because I'll need you to, I'll need you to I'll come need and get me afterwards. Yeah. 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 So Jay takes the car goes off that's that's why that happens right then he goes to the library right because he knows that Hay's going to drive past there on her way out of school he goes down as she comes past flags her down gets in and says look i want to talk to you um you know i really feel like you know things are good blah 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 blah. they drive off together he take makes the drive into best buy where they spent time apparently getting out on the car she says no they have an argument and he strangles her but if that's the case and that makes so much sense. Except that if that's the case, if he had admitted that in trial, instead of pleading totally innocent, yeah. then he would have gotten a much more lenient sentence. Yeah. He because would a crime be of passion now. Yeah, a crime of passion gets consideration that a premeditative murder does not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also why why is he still saying that he didn't do it? Like yeah. just fucking give it up. Like, like even if you admit you've done it now, there's a chance you'll be you'll be able to get out of jail. Yeah, like yeah. he's up for parole. He can apply for parole. Oh, because the other thing is, and this someone pointed this out on on Reddit, I think, right? You know, they talk about the payphone at Best Buy and how there's no <laughs> there was no payphone outside or anything like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In one of the early episodes, Adnan says, uh, like, this is a quote. Adnan says he's questioning whether the like the whole thing could have happened within that time frame. Yeah. And then he says, what? And then I walk into the Best Buy lobby and call Jay and tell him to come and meet me there? 
Like, why did he say lobby? Mm. Yeah. So that's yeah, like, that's where the like, phone was. It, it was so weird that the, the only people who were they really brought up the phone. They were focusing on the phone, but yeah, Anon was didn't deny there was a phone or anything. Well, they kept saying, "Oh, there was no phone outside, no phone outside." And and they did mention later, way later, that on the blueprints they found a thing in the lobby that could be a phone. But but in episode five, I think it is, Adnan says, "Best Buy lobby." <laughs> so, I, I mean, I mean, the other thing to bear in mind with that though is we don't know when he said that. Like, yeah. like did, did they edit that episode together and not realize that they were that you know accidentally putting in something that they referred to later on? You know what I mean? Like because. We don't know what the order of the conversations between him and Sarah Koenig was, or what got chopped up into what, and you know. You know what yeah. I? I think what my my theory is. Mm. So here we go. Mm-hmm. That he actually did it. Jay helped him. That it wasn't actually at the Best Buy. I think it was somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, even with what's come out now, we should we couldn't know during the podcast uh, the serial um, that he's now buried at night. So. I don't understand why their, t- their time frame of it all. What the prosecutors went, like, he did it within this 21 minutes. and That just confuses me. Mm. Well, that was only because he was seen at school later. So they're saying mm. if she was murdered at a certain time of afternoon, there was only a, a small window, a half-hour window, where he could have left school, murdered her, mm. buried her, and gotten back for footy practice. And so this is where Jay's the one who said, like, it was at the Best Buy. So that's where that 21 minutes comes into. But remember, there was someone saying... Pool Hall. Oh, pool Hall. Yeah. There was someone also saying that they'd heard of someone getting murdered outside the library. Yeah. Yeah. Which was across the road. Which would more so... Evident, there would have been a lot of people around, but that, to me, would have fit more of a crime of passion. True, but I think it also would have more likely been that they misunderstood the that he got picked up by her outside the library. Mm. Right. Rather yeah. than that's where he killed her. Mm. And you know what? I got so invested in the story and what, what really started irritating me around episode 9 you know, of 12 was that I'd probably never know. Not, yeah, yeah, I know. Unless the actual murderer goes, hey guys, I did it, it was me, this happened, yeah. we will never know. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's the other thing Anand says at one point is that you know the only uh, only one who knows is uh, is me. Uh, oh, and, and and whoever did it. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, there's only one last thing to say, and that's that um, there's still a shrimp sale at the crab crib. <laughs> that's all for this week. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time.